0: Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spit and Polish Presents. Unappreciated Masterpieces, I am one of your hosts, Ryan Slowinski. And I'm your other
1: host, Bartek Spooky Shishak. Spooky? Yeah, because, Ryan, it's month of spook. Spook month? Yeah. For the spooks out there? Isn't that a slur? (laughs) A slur? No, it's not a slur.
2: (laughs)
0: is it? <laughs> no. Not really. I got g we'll get into what that means later, I guess. It ties so much. Yeah, we into just started the episode. Should we look loop? it up and just start again? No, <laughs> no, 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 never, never. We're gonna you know what, in fact, instead of looking up, we're gonna come Almost up with like a guesses. Black slur. It's a what? I thought it was a black slur. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> what? Okay, I don't know Bartek, but we'll get into it. So we are spent Polish, likingly, because we're always spitting, and we both happen to be a bunch of spooks, and um, well, we're Polish, we're Polish so we're pretty white. Well. <laughs> well, could be a phrase for Polish people. Don't know. I didn't know there was a racial thing for the word spook, but I guess there's, there's we'll get into po- it. I guess there's Polaks, but we'll talk about the elephant. It elfin. comes from. We'll Polish, talk so. about the elephant in the room later,
1: Bartek. It's being very quiet now.
0: Yeah, Babar knows it's a good boy and needs to be quiet. So, Bartek, we're doing our show Unappreciated Masterpieces. It's spooky month, so we're covering all the spookier movies, the darker themed movies, the supernatural movies, the monster movies, all of those good
1: things. Well, five of them, yeah.
0: Well, you know, we can only do five at a time. There's only so many
1: weeks in
0: a month. So, there mm. you go. But, Bartek, what is an Unappreciated Masterpiece?
1: What do we do? Which one do I answer first? You could do
0: them both at the same time.
1: What we do is a feature length audio commentary on unappreciated masterpieces. Now, that brings into the question, or rather brings in the question Could you bartek? Yeah. Could I bartek? <laughs> That's how I started. Bar- Bartek's could not a you Could you bartek? Bartek's not a verb. You're right. Yes. <laughs>
0: it's, a, it's not a doing word. All right, let's stop I barteking. Can't. Let's stop barteking.
1: <laughs> An unappreciated masterpiece is a feature film feature film that's mm. been released in theaters i said feature a few times but theater was the word i was thinking of. <laughs> these are films that have been released they've been watched they've existed but that's all we can really say because the <laughs> word that i'm not saying is remembered or oh, talked about okay. or, appre- or appreciated how, how to the point
2: oh.
1: um we I suppose, try to give this, this, these films justice. The justice that they deserve is being appreciated, being known, that they are, in fact, some of the greatest films ever made.
0: We are the Batman of podcasts. We are just delivering justice. I'm not a fan of cricket. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Bartok, I don't know what the film we are doing is, because I'm in the episode... You'll have to tell me because... Isn't that you... the worst person
1: to not know what the ep- the film is?
0: Well, I'm, I've am i yet to start being oh, right, up yes. to the point in which I know the movie. So mm-hmm. you have to tell me because you're from the future where everything's dark and bleak and you've come back in time to warn us. Well, actually,
1: the future's November. It's not spooky month anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Fair enough. So what is And it? we're getting closer to the summer solstice.
0: Oh, wow. So it's even darker and scarier time. But no, like... brighter. I know, I'm being a joke.
1: (laughs) I know, I'm being science. Okay, tell me the movie. Tell you the movie? In three, two, one, play. (laughs) Buffy Postrak Vampirov. Oh,
0: now I understand some of those words, but the others... Was it Vampirov? uh, The others are in English, which is a problem because I only speak Polish. That's funny (laughs) because only one of them is in English, but okay. Yeah, well, that's a problem. (laughs) One's in English. I don't understand Buffy. I don't know what that means. Did, Did I like, say it wrong?
1: Is it why?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's some <laughs> kind of buffet. I only speak Polish, no, no English, I'm afraid. <laughs> Wait, since when? Since we are. What you don't know is we're actually speaking Polish right now because that's how good we are. Oh. The, the Listening people are now speaking Polish. They've got that thing in their ear from the Hitchhiker's Guide movie. Yeah, the, the, that's what's happening. So we're just speaking. So you have to tell me the title in English. So that I can slowly learn English. <laughs> just, just to recap, what language was I speak? We're speaking Polish right now. Okay, <laughs> but you said one word in not Polish, and I don't understand. So not when Polish. I said
1: <laughs> "Buffy postrachowampiro," that's me speaking Polish. Polish.
0: But uh, you have to give me the full thing in English, so I can slowly learn English because I don't understand
1: that. Oh, us, I get it now. I see. You've, yes. you've caught up. Yes, it's a it's a twist on the joke. You don't speak English <laughs> now. <right? laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Took me a second. The movie is. Yes, I'm laughing at you. That's okay, I can laugh at you, Bartek. Now look, Ryan, if you put Buffy Vampirov into Google Translate, you'll be given... (laughs) No, I'm really worried already. I think it was like Buffy of Vampire Terror. (laughs) Or something? That describes her... But it's actually Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're doing season one. No, no, no. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, open bracket, film, close bracket. There was a film? What, like, after the season had ended and Sarah Michelle Gellar was, was like, a conclusion film? Or what? The answer would be yes, if the series was made before 1992. Oh, so this is before? Yes. Oh, so it must have all the same cast. Okay,
0: it all makes sense now, but we can't do this by ourselves. Bartek. We need a Buffy expert. Someone who who oozes knowledge of the Buffy verse. we call it. That's what, that's what mm-hmm. it's called. Mm-hmm. Neil deGrasse Tyson even said it one time. He's like, it's called the Buffyverse, and he points into the sky, and it's just a cloud that's the shape of Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um,
1: we need an expert, but who is it? Who is it? Yeah. Who is it? Who... Who? It's not Doctor Who, Ryan. This is Buffy the Vampire okay. Slayer. So was... I'm not an expert on Doctor Who, so that's the joke I made. Okay. Our guest today is once a year returning guest, and this is the once of this year, 2018. Please welcome our sister, Alana Kasprowska.
0: <laughs> I think I made the joke last year. I forgot to check. I can't remember, but always
3: happy to be back.
0: Hello, Alana. Hello, you're the Buffy expert. Welcome to Buffy the Vampire Slayer 1992. Now, Alana, you obviously watched this beforehand.
3: Oh, every day. Every
0: day. And you guys at home obviously have a copy of it on you because we have our copy. We're going to be watching the film. I'm going to do a countdown. I'm going to say play. And you, you're going to press play, because you need to be lined up with the film. The film of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Just most to... people don't know exist for some reason.
1: What a crime. Yeah, just to explain, in the middle of me introducing Alana, um, Ryan actually went and watched the whole film and researched it, so he's an expert now.
0: I'm an expert now. I mean, yeah. I did watch it, so.
1: You didn't watch it? I did watch it. Oh, you did I was watch very, it. very
0: worried when watching it, because I was like this movie is like an hour and 20-something minutes, and I was like, that's can be right, but then I Googled it, and it is an hour and 20-something minutes. It's less than 90 minutes long, so Joss Whedon knew he had to restrain us. <laughs> mm. So, guys, get your copy, because I'm going to do a countdown now. I'm going to say, I'm going to go down from three, and you're going to pu- press that fucking play button, because we're going to have a great time. So, get ready, because I'm going to start in three, two, one, play. So, guys, it's Buffy, 20th Century Fox's greatest film of... Of the 20th century,
3: guys?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Alana, you're older than us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine you went and saw Buffy at the at the cinema, right?
3: Oh, I wanted to, but it was not on in Kempsey, unsurprisingly. So as soon as we had access to it, I dragged our parents to Video Easy to acquire the videotape.
0: Oh, yeah? And um, how was it?
3: Oh, transcendental.
0: Transcendental, that's that's it. <laughs> Do you remember vividly what it was like seeing it for the first time? And also, had you seen it before the show or after the show?
3: After the show. So I was pleasantly surprised by the changes. I mean, you go into a movie like this thinking, I've seen the show, I'm going to know what it's all about. But then you get, like, the magic mole that depicts who the Slayer is, which is not in the TV show.
0: Yeah, her mole was right there. Mm. Now, in the TV show, I've got to ask you, you're a TV show expert as well. Um, is Buffy a cheerleader and does she do full two minute long cheerleading dance sequences to open up every single episode of the show.
3: Unfortunately she is not a cheerleader in the show. Um she used to be one though. They recognize that this film existed and she had been a cheerleader.
0: I think I was looking it up and they're like they make a specific thing where it's like you're not allowed to cheerlead anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh I guess because the horrible incident from that first movie keep, was incidental to a cheerleader. It
3: really was. They keep referencing the horrible incident at this school which um in In the TV show, they mentioned that she burned down the um, auditorium.
0: But it doesn't happen in this movie. No. It happened in the the original script of this movie.
3: Yeah, Joss Whedon really wanted it to happen, so when he made the TV show happen, he just said it did.
0: But did Joss Whedon, the writer of this, and Buffy, the show, and, you know, he does everything, guys. You know, we all know Joss Whedon. I think. (laughs) Toy Story. Uh, Did you write Toy Story?
3: I don't know. I, think I didn't. He was involved in the first one.
0: I know. I know first people story? were involved in the Toy Story. I don't know mm. if it was him, but I, I'll take your word for it because I think you've mentioned this once before, and mm. I just 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 went. Oh, I'll believe you. But d- was it his idea to make sure that uh, we had the first feature film of Hilary Swank?
3: I like. I I like to imagine he had that much foresight.
0: I I would like to think so too. Now Bartek. What about you? Have you been well versed in the
1: Buffy verse, the film and the show? I've only seen one episode, and it was for a media class. What episode? Well, we were studying vampires <laughs> in Year Eleven media, and you know we were seeing different depictions of Dracula. I don't know if he's a recurring character or one time, but
3: he's um, a one time villain.
1: Yeah, we we saw the episode that had Dracula in it. Oh yeah, how was he? Um, I remember him being pretty good in it. Yeah. There you go owed I, I, Spike I th- Money. Yeah, I, I think um I think one of the characters in that episode was doing kind of like a Renfield thing throughout okay.
3: it. That was Xander.
1: Xander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that name, Xander.
3: <laughs> they actually released a comic book set before that episode to explain how Dracula owed Spike money.
0: Oh, there you go. Okay. Because you owed Spike some money. Was it written by uh, Bram Stoker?
3: Unfortunately, no. I like to think Joss Whedon was channeling Bram Stoker, though it had the same pathos.
0: It's really weird because it was actually Mary Shelley who wrote wrote the little comic beforehand. She's known for Frankenstein, but she really mm. wanted to expand her range and show that, you know, females can write vampires too. Mm. Uh, it's guys. It's the light ages now, mm. um, and then Twilight not happened. the dark ages. But not, not, I like how they spell it light, like in L I T E. Mm. Yeah, now it's not heavy. It's not not too, well. No,
1: it's.
3: It's the Pepsi generation, L-I-T, guys. L-I-T-E, now with 20% fewer letters.
1: Exactly. Uh, I meant, you know, heavy as in, like, tonally, but then I realised light and heavy are also weight differences. It, it's so... okay, buddy, we'll allow
0: it to slide. Now, I'm I'm
1: also slightly into the Buffyverse
0: because Alana would watch them so much. Mm. And when I was hanging out at Bartek's house all the time when I was a small child to watch his older sister <laughs> watching mm-hmm. <laughs> Buffy it really rubbed off on me.
1: That's... Oh, I remember there was a kid like that. Yeah, that was... Oh, I thought... Oh, we only met a few years ago. I was ago. that kid
0: in the corner who was annoying her by asking her, why is this so stupid? And why are they doing this? And there was no real answers other than Joss Whedon wanted them to do this,
1: riot And I went, that's fine. My house in Kempsey, obviously.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, you know... Exactly. Maybe, maybe that's the true case. Maybe you're actually Ryan, and I'm actually Bartek.
1: <laughs> that's alright. Uh, hey guys,
0: it's me Bartek. What's light? I don't know.
1: It's me Ryan. <laughs> 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 that's a good one.
0: Yours, <laughs> yours has devolved into noises. <laughs> so, um, uh, guys, that's let's give point. it up for the father of um Kiefer Sutherland, Donald Sutherland.
1: Hey, the new snakes were dead. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: the new snake's dad. I really hope that someone who doesn't know what Metal Gear Solid is, they're just like, why is he saying this guy is the father of a snake? Yeah, this father of Kurt Russell. Mm. Oh, man, if they thought it was Kurt Russell. If Kurt Russell rocked up in this movie, that would have been also good. Now, Bartek, I'm versed a, a bit, not as much as Alana, the, the expert, because mm-hmm. I watched them secondhand. Like, Alana, we have all of these VHS tapes of Buffy, which oh, are yeah. still at the house. And, uh, and uh, she would just randomly put them on, and I would just be like, in the background, being a kid, being like, oh, okay, this is all right. She's
1: kicking people. A lot of kicking oh,
0: so in the show. Oh, so much
3: kicking and twirling. Not oh, kicking in this film. so much
1: twirling. Apparently one of the people that gets kicked in this film is Seth Green.
3: Yes. Yeah, I heard that. You can only see him from behind.
1: Poor Seth. But He's in the show. <laughs> according to the uh, IMDb trivia, you should only be able to tell it's him by his hair.
0: <laughs> no, he did have pretty iconic hair back then. This yeah. would have been near Austin Powers one time, right? Just a year... Two- no, 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 sorry. Way before. It was like four years before? Mm. Yeah, yeah, four Wasn't years. Wasn't it 96? Yeah, 96, 97, I want to say. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a bit before. This would have been near the time where he did um, My Stepmother's a Marsh- uh, Alien or Martian or whatever it was, the one with uh Dan Aykroyd in it. <laughs> Remember
3: that? Yeah, we
0: got to do that on the show one day, Bartek. That's a great movie. My stepmom's an alien or something like that. It's so weird. And <laughs> Seth Green's in it as uh, Willow's boyfriend character, and that too. So you sold me on Seth Green. Uh, John Lovitz is in it too. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, you know, he has a podcast called Lovitz or Leave It's I can see it. Uh, mm-hmm. I would want to see it too. So we've been introduced to a ton of characters, Buffy. Has been introduced, and she's blonde-haired, s- popular cheerleader girl who's really selfish, and, and uh, she's played by Sarah Michelle Gellar. N- <laughs> I would love it if she was played by Sarah Michelle Gellar, but no, this is a different cast, different characters. Other than Buffy, is the only Buffy and her mum are the only ones that transfer from this movie to the sh- to the show. Right? Is that oh, it?
3: To a degree, she has her watcher, yeah. but they really change. Well, that. the one
0: the watcher gets killed in this one, yeah. so. But oh, like spoilers, right. Oh, spoilers, 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 guys. What, Steven Root isn't in the show? As detention giver?
3: Nope, unfortunately not. I feel like it was missed opportunity. As
0: guy who delivers best jokes and everything he's in always. Now, Bartek, your you your mum's a pretty busy lady. Does she ever get so busy that she literally says kiss noise because she's got not enough time to say i love you or go she literally says kiss noise and runs away does that Mm. happen to you a lot
1: no just kiss (laughs) just kiss i'm not good enough for the noise (laughs)
0: because that was one of my favorite jokes this movie's funny too like a lot of people have slammed on this movie because it's too like different from the show yeah. but the show's somewhat goofy too guys and this movie's pretty great with all the jokes and that was one of my favorites that
1: the mum says kiss noise because <laughs> she's just too busy
0: to actually go
1: mwah well it's it's a very uh progressive kind of thing to do because nowadays you know especially online we all value brevity like we don't say ha 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 ha, ha any more like normal people we just go lol lol and then sometimes you get the people who are like trying to be meta about it and being like wow what what do all these people do with all their time that they've saved to shorten a word
0: <laughs> hmm that's all fair i really didn't take into account because i had not seen this movie before myself before i haven't done for this podcast because i don't ever remember alana ever watching it I don't think you ever watched it when I was alive. <laughs> the movie? Yeah, you. I mean, you must have, but I don't remember you ever whacking it on. You'd always watch the show and Angel, the well, spin-off.
3: Very sadly, we didn't own the movie, <sighs> so we only ever got to watch it the few times I got to rent it.
0: Or when it was on TV.
3: <laughs> or when it was on TV.
0: Uh, when it was edited for TV, the movie that's like an hour and twenty two or three minutes long. Hmm. (laughs) They edit it for TV to make it shorter. (laughs) So, good job, guys. So that you have
1: more minutes to, you know, do the things that
0: you do. Because Paul Rubens was too fucking good for TV to handle. He was so good. But yeah, I'd not seen this, so I did not know what to expect. I had heard a lot of backlash for this movie. A lot of Buffy fans just don't even think about this movie. They're like, we'll discredit
1: this. It doesn't Mm. exist, even though the show's like, it exists, guys. Obviously, because I'm not familiar with the show, I tried to um, err away from including too many comments and reviews uh, for the end of this show that related to people just comparing it to the show. Mm. But I definitely saw, like, mixed opinions on whether, like... Uh, Christy Swanson... That's the actress's name? Yep. Christy Swanson or Sarah Michelle Gellar are better. Um, (laughs) You know, elements that they like more from the film or the show. Like, it it seemed pretty divisive. It's a divisive movie, but
0: it's so interesting because for most of my time, people hate this movie. But in the last couple of years, I've seen people go, Hey, no, this movie's actually quite good. And that's why I want to do it for the show. I've been seeing this growing, defending nation for this movie. And I'm like, we need to be the generals of this army (laughs) I'll, I'll just
1: sell for ambassador.
0: Yeah, you're not. You're not allowed to. Okay. You, yeah, you're ambassador. Too many war crimes. I can't be. Yeah, me. exactly. But what about you, Lana? You've you you have have you seen this film's uh, popularity grow oh, and change over the it's decades?
3: Definitely had a resurgence, and I think it is ripe for a stage production. A musical, possibly a musical. I don't want to tread on the toes of the other Buffy musical, but you see the elements. I mean, look at the three ladies on set right there. They're color-coded. like the heathers, exactly. They're very heathers inspired.
2: Oh man! They could
3: be backup singers for Buffy's breakaway number. Oh.
0: <laughs> what would her number be?
3: I'm honestly, I'd want to bring in some of the lines she is so famous for. Here, I think it would be, um, "This is a sitch." Because oh yeah. That all the time through this, because or... she's
1: Kim Possible. Yeah, didn't the film start with a CNC Music Factory song? It yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. But... I am only saying that because the subtitle
0: said CNC Music Factory. <laughs> I'll take you. I'll take your word for it. But no, no. Or, or she could have a song being like
3: "Last Season," because mm.
0: that's what she got told that jacket was. So, last
1: season.
3: But it... it's totally lush.
1: Oh, it's so lush. It's like what are the <laughs> what are the lines that you can grab from this film that you'll make a song about? I guess is the question. Lush. Lush. Lush, Lush, Lush. Oh, look, it's, it's, um... What about when one of them says, wait, we hate you or something like that? Well, well, that's not good. Like, but... that's
0: just oh. his revelation that, like, wait, like, we hate you.
3: This is going to be a spoiler, but we definitely need to turn the song Pike is a Fish.
0: Oh, yeah, Pike <laughs> is a Fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the backup dancers are just as pikes. yeah, <laughs> doing The fish. fish wobble. And one of them's a red herring. Yeah, and one of them's a red herring. And one of them is just David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> just himself, like, the real actor, David Arquette. just so like, I've got nothing much happening. Remember me and eight-legged freaks? And sc- Scream? Now I'm here. <laughs> but, um, Bartek, I've got to ask you. How many of the male heartthrobs made your heart throb? Because <laughs> this got Luke Perry. The Luke Perry. It's also got Mr. Sutherland. Well, Mr. is correct. And Stephen Root is in the movie and he looks the exact same, but his voice is younger. <laughs> he looks the exact same, but yeah. his voice is like, instead of being like, hey, it's me, Stephen Root. It's more like, hey, it's me, Stephen Root. He's <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's pretty much the exact same. Who made your heart throb out of the boys? <laughs> Bartek? Mr. Sutherland and Mr. Root. Okay, okay. I was, I, I'm really disappointed you didn't say Paul Rubens.
1: Because he's the real answer. I can't. I can't have a heartthrob to only a one-armed man. Mm. Oh, so racist, ableist. What about?
0: What about? No, no, no. He's. he's, he's How dare
1: no, you be discriminatoryists against vampires? Get my discriminations he right. You didn't even choose
0: Rutger Hauer.
1: How could you? Well, he does have two arms. He
0: plays a fiddle. How could you not choose him? He's so charismatic.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. He is in a character's dreams. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not yours, though, because you're real, not a character. Well, I had to be awake watching the film. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> this film does feel like a dream at times, does it not, Alana?
3: Oh, it, it always has that quality, especially when the villains are in frame.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, like this whole sequence, didn't this feel really dreamlike, you know, mm. where one gets just taken and the other one just kind of falls well, forward? They're it's... also
1: talking about having sex, so... Yeah.
0: Well, that leads to the understanding that one should get brutally turned into a vampire, because it's the horror movie rules. If you want to have sex or you are having sex, you get punished, buddy. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's wearing army tags. I never noticed this. He's, he's, he's wearing dog tags. So is, is Pike from like a military boy? Did no. he serve a Nam?
3: i I like to think it would probably be Desert Storm given the era
0: that's true like I said Nam <laughs> <laughs> like he served
1: with Stephen Root's character yeah.
0: <laughs> Stephen Root who clearly didn't serve a Nam and
1: obviously you know what weapon he used yeah. Oh, come on. A pike.
2: Yeah.
0: So he threw fish at them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I said a pike, one fish, right. Just
0: uh, the singular fish, he kept throwing it at them. He's like, give it back, and they what, gave how, it back, looking... and he threw it at them if again.
1: Ryan, right, if you're going to fight with a boomerang, how many boomerangs do you bring? You bring exactly, one. Exactly, but they come back. Yeah. The but pikes, you get them back. He throws it, and then they get hit, and he's like, uh, could you pass that back to me? And they're like, oh, okay, but don't throw it again. He's like, I won't, and then throws it again. Then the enemies smell like fish, and then who gets them? The bears.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. There's Viet- actually a mission in the game Sly Cooper 2, where you, that you, that's how you beat enemies. You throw in fish Viet at them. Uh, With all in, the Vietnamese bears? Uh, that mission's set in Canada, actually, so, you know. With all the
0: Vietnamese bears? Too many bears, yeah. <laughs> so many bears. Now, Alana, you're a woman of fashion. Oh, always. Um, which outfit is the best? Is it this one
3: here? I mean that is some classic, classic tumbling attire Good for the gym But also good for just the playground Going out with some friends But I think we really need to pay attention To the watcher's overall homelessness chic fashion He has got a whole ensemble Includes hat, scarf
0: Hat, oh. scarf, goatee,
3: goatee.
0: <laughs> He puts that on He just can take that off And he takes it off, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, I loved all the outfits in this, because it is that thing of, it's such a time capsule movie as well, it's a very 90s set uh, movie. It isn't made in the light ages, so the fashion has to represent that era Mm. perfectly, and since Buffy herself is, in this movie, a more vapid, self-centered character, she has to wear the attire that kind of... uh, um compliments the personality but also is a juxtaposition to her personality because she's all like bright and bubbly but she's kind of mean and kind of selfish so she has all these like nice colorful mm. happy-go-lucky clothes but you like but as she, the movie goes on she becomes more mature and the clothes become more practical and sensible and mm. at the end she's just wearing white because she's now pure
3: it's a very good reading of the material Ryan. And her
0: hair's like white blonde So she's even purer
1: But still it's progressive She has the leather jacket on top of it
3: mm. as well. well
0: Well it's also because At the beginning she wanted a leather jacket But it was told it was so last season But then at the end She's given a leather jacket Because it is this season mm. And it's pike I mean he's a fish yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing as a pike Yeah, <laughs> Bartek you blind to this as well? What did you think going into this? And also having only watched one episode of Buffy, and I can't remember that episode. Like eight off years top, ago, yeah. Uh, I can't remember that episode off the top of my head, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily. Would it, Would you say it's an episode that represents Buffy as a whole?
3: I mean, I'd say it's actually a pretty good represent, uh, you know, representation of the TV show. Okay. You know, hmm. it had some horror elements while generally poking fun at horror. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, Bartek, you went in blind, and you're not big on the Buffy universe, so what were you expecting going in? Especially with the
1: title, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) Well, not so much an expectation for how I would take it, but an expectation of how uh, fans of the series going back to it would take it would be um, an idea that, oh, this is very different from the show, but it's interesting to see, like the original source material that, uh, it deviates from mm. to give you, you, to give them like an idea of like, Oh, here's some ideas that used to be there. Like the mole, um, the menstrual cramps, like what, what did they keep? What did they take away? So yeah. I was expecting that it would be different from the show, but that being said, I don't really have much of a perspective for what those differences would be.
0: Well, I
1: did a bit of digging. Mm. Okay, but then you watch the film, right? And then I watched the film.
0: Yeah. I went digging for some vampire corpses that were going to come to life. No, I watched mm-hmm. not only the movie, but the unaired pilot and also the aired pilot. And the aired pilot is just the unaired pilot, but filmed in different locations. It's the exact same script mm-hmm. and the story. And also some different actors. Like in the unaired pilot, they didn't have the same actress who played Willow. And they didn't... and they, and so, so, for instance, it's basically the same tone as this movie... Like, a lot of people, Buffy fans, don't want to recognise that, but it's like, in the beginning, at least in the pilot, Buffy is kind of bratty and self-centered and doesn't want to hunt vampires because she wants to make friends at her news because she's moved from LA to, where is it? Uh,
3: Sunnydale.
0: Sunnydale. The legendary Sunnydale. Mm. And she doesn't want to hunt vampires, but she's got an overseer character. She's got you know, a friend and all all these friends and all this, but she wants to not hunt vampires because it's her first day at
2: school. <laughs>
0: and I don't want to... And the best thing is, um, in this movie, one of my favourite characters is Stephen Root's character of wacky teacher character. Mm. In the movie, in the unaired pilot, uh, the wacky teacher character is played by character actor Stephen Tobolowsky, mm-hmm. who's... You you would know him if you I know the name. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's been on our show yet, but he's that bold guy. This tall bold guy and he and he's in groundhog day as Ned, the one who keeps getting punched by Bill Murray. But He's the teacher, and he has the same kind of attitude as Stephen Root's characters. Like, in that episode, people getting murdered all over school, and he's just like, Buffy, let me just reassure you that we don't usually have this many dead bodies at our school. <laughs> like, that kind of thing, and that's what Stephen Root's character would do. And, I don't know, they kind of got rid of that level of wackiness from the show. Like, they still had wackiness, but the adults weren't as 1980s adults where they were just like, eh.
3: they had their moments. They brought in um, uh, Shimmerman, who played Quark in Star Trek, to be a principal. He was the bad guy principal, and he was overlooking murders all the time. Is it because he was a bad guy, though? He was a bad guy. So that
0: that adds up, but Steven Root isn't a bad guy in this. No. That's what I mean, like, like, they kept some things, but then they didn't make them as consistent. Like, the tone isn't as wacky
3: in the show? Generally speaking, not. They kind of keep the wackiness a little bit down.
1: I mean, it's still fucking wacky, but I I mean... It doesn't sound like Jennifer's body where everyone's distraught over death. No. No. uh, No. Um, It is
0: a universe in which she can be a full-time high school student, but also a full-time vampire slayer. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and it just doesn't affect too much. There comes a point where she just takes it in such stride. It's just like, yep, yeah, I can do it all. And I'm just good on you, Buffy. Yeah, of course but in this movie, she can barely she can barely do it. Like, by oh. the
3: end of her time at high school, she gets to find out that everyone, all the students at the school were well aware of what she did and they were just <laughs> overlooking it for her benefit. I thought
0: you were going to say they were all vampires and they were just really keen on giving her a go. <laughs> Um, I did appreciate, yeah, I didn't know what go- to go into this. Like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I'd seen the shows, but I knew the general premise anyway. Like, young teenage girl who kills vampires mm. and makes quips, hmm. the Joss whedon quips, oh, always. and flicks her hair oh, and what, kicks people.
3: Watch out, Benny here is back.
0: He's back, but he needs to be invited in.
3: Yep, important bit of vampire lore. The invitation oh, right. only
0: oh you didn't pick up on that
1: well in, I because I, you they you find out about the invite thing later on, mm. so oh, you
3: didn't
0: know that was just a vampire lore?
1: to be honest, I think maybe I would have heard it forever ago, but I haven't really seen it in many adaptations. No, I've, I've seen it in, recently,
0: Oh, yeah, fair enough, I've seen it in quite a few
1: things. it's like when they mentioned it in the film, I was like, oh, there was something like that,
2: hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough, but um he's Benny boy, one of he was a great
0: character.
3: Mm. Able to fly here? So Are they able to fly in the show? Not in the show. They do not fly. They can fly,
0: jump right? very high, though, Bartek. I hear you wondering. They can jump they can. incredibly high, like cats.
3: But I feel like the mm. flying really adds to these vampires. Look at that. It's a great scene. Very it realistic. Is.
0: Um, I was very interested to know the vampire lore that's going to be within this movie. So like, when Paul mm. Rubens loses an arm, I'm like, oh, so he's going to regrow that arm, right? No, no he just does not have an arm ever again. Hmm. Cuz sometimes vampires can just regenerate because the only thing that can kill them is the stake to the heart or the
1: yeah.
0: or the holy water or daylight or that so it's like everything else is like it doesn't matter so you could cut off their arm and it will grow back or they'll get something like you know, they'll just come back. there. Have...
1: I guess, yeah, when you walk into something that has, like, an established premise but has different rules. Like, for example, when we did Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, we were debating over what the rules of time travel were there. Mm. Um, I guess, yeah, that would be one thing that you had to consider. But also, his attitude in the film kind of made you think, like, oh, it's not a big deal. I guess he'll get an arm back. But, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. Yeah. I think it's more of a
0: big deal. Like, it's not a big deal because he's like, I've lived for centuries. This is the first time this has happened. Oh, mm-hmm. well. He's Rutger has more of a problem with it when he loses his arms. Like, you lost your arm? Jeez. <laughs> like, come on. How did you live through the Middle Ages?
1: It's like lovers <sighs> bickering.
0: They did have a real lovers vibe. I mean, he did kiss his hand.
3: It's mm-hmm. true. The oh. velvet glove,
0: as I recall. Oh, the old velvet glove routine. <laughs> um. Now... How old is Buffy supposed to be in this movie?
3: Um, She's actually meant to be a senior in this Which is a bit older than she is in the TV show Is she? Is in, that, in this TV uh, show, she comes in as like middle of high school. This is like her last year of high school
1: here. No, no. Is it because? They mention third year proms, their last year of school. Oh, is it mm-hmm. because they, they because they have the thing
0: of this is our last dance, but then they list like seven more dances that they yeah, have? Yeah, but
1: still the senior prom is one of them. That's yeah. the last dance. The, but they're not doing the senior prom. Yeah, but it's still their last year. They really? mentioned straight off the bat okay. this is their last so, year. So, so, wait, wait. Hmm. I'm confused.
0: How many dances do the last years of American high schools have? Here's the problem,
3: Ryan. You were never a popular girl. They have infinite dances. Okay.
0: (laughs) Because I was like, okay, the prom's the last one, right? Okay. Okay, I'm getting it. I remember Cassandra and how she never comes back.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) It's a very interesting choice that they never brought her back. I guess it was just like, hey, we can eat women, but we can't turn them into... Hey, were there... I guess they were... I can't remember. Were there female vampires in this? Oh...
3: Um. There were in this one here. Yeah. Isn't the second vampire vampire,
1: that 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 Buffy killed in the graveyard a female? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And in
3: one of the flashbacks, we saw a female vampire. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They are a bit rarer.
1: Because you know.
0: Because you have to remember, this
3: is Joss Whedon's show of Buffy smashing the literal patriarchy. Oh yeah. (laughs) Which is vampires, male vampires. (laughs)
0: What's wrong, Bartek? Is it that Donald no, suddenly right. creeped up on her in a locker room I'll, by herself? Well, no, Ryan, all he did was walk. That's normal. He, he creeped. That's normal. He oh. creeped. You know, he did. We do that all the time, Ryan. Well, yeah, it's walking here because we're in the southern hemisphere, so the gravity's harder, so we have to kind of naturally creep. But mm. and, and there's so many
1: spiders waiting to attack us. We also have to, so, you know, pay attention that we don't fall down. But I, the sky.
0: I enjoyed the vampire mythos. Like, I enjoyed the fact that Paul Rubens couldn't regrow a thing, so it's kind of like you could kind of hurt him you could without having disable dis- him. Yeah. yeah, you could disable like, and then I asked Lana, so it's like, is that it, like how it is in the show? And it's kind of that it is how it is. Yeah. Like, while the character Spike gets his back broke, it takes him ages to get it healed up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I first watched uh, Terminator 2, yeah, at the very, you know, because the whole thing in that film is, how are we going to stop this guy? He's liquid metal, he'll just regenerate. Yes. And then eventually like, the solution was, I'll throw him into the, the, you know, the molten stuff. So it made me think throughout my whole life... How would they beat it in the future when they don't have molten stuff? No, I was always thinking to myself, what situation could not be resolved by throwing the problem into, like, a volcano or something? Mm. Um, lava monster. <laughs> that, that's true, yes. but, um, but Ghost. It, but in, but I guess in this case, like, if you threw Paul Rubens into a volcano, I guess he'd just, like, suffer forever, right?
0: No, he would die, because eventually it would burn his heart. Mm. Oh, that's true. But isn't the stake the only thing? No. Like... no I just, guess if you don't have a it's heart... It's just killing then, the heart. Yeah. Yeah. You can't shoot them in the heart, right?
3: No, well, if you can, honestly, they never did, but Buffy very rarely had guns. I Is it think. because
0: she was a teenage girl in
3: America and it was hard to get guns in America? Well, that doesn't feel correct, but it's Joss <laughs> Whedon's world. So. Is it Joss Whedon's world? <laughs> well, to be fair, like in the TV show, the only time a gun ever really... Happened was used. It killed a character we all loved, so it was used <laughs> by the bad guys.
0: So um, my favorite thing is with movies like this, Spartac where that like, we just ask this question: Do guns work? And the movie will never answer that because they never thought to have guns in it. A movie that answers this question really was well is this great film that I think you would love called Tremors. I've heard of with it. Kevin Bacon. And it's got these giant worms on ground and there's this couple that are like gun nuts. And the movie asks, Can you kill these giant worms with guns? And okay. the answer is yes, but it takes a fuck ton of effort, but these guys have all the guns. I'd like
3: to point out here they're using a Divinals song.
0: Well, I like the Divinals, so I am really like raped. It's
3: great. Um good I like Australian band. Better still, in the TV show, Buffy makes a callback comment to how she used to listen to the Divinals. Oh, in particular, uh, the song I Touch Myself, but she said she didn't know what it meant at the time.
0: Oh, typical Buffy. Mm. She's so innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting, like, the little things that um, this character has in her. like like uh, Like, she wants to marry Christian Slater. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like in the trivia. I don't know if you're in the trivia. But it's like yeah, there the was the a show, lot of. She amounts. manages to achieve two of the three things she wants to do, and uh, I guess Christian Slater marrying them was not one. The one no, does she dies. She actually yes,
2: yeah, she she dies.
0: She
3: dies oh, okay. in the TV show twice. Uh, she actually achieved three of <laughs> the things because she also at the end goes to Paris.
0: Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So three of the four, I guess. Mm. But it's like she does not marry Christian Slater. It would be great if he appeared mm-hmm. though. In the show, but as not Christian Slater, but as something else. That would be pretty rad. <laughs> oh, Donald
1: Sutherland's so upset right now. Yeah, but doesn't he know that you can still disable vampires,
2: though? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, like... I mean, stake him... through the kneecap, that will slow you down.
1: Yeah, it will slow you down. Now,
0: one thing i got to praise about this, Bartek, is the makeup. What, I think the makeup of the vampires looked awesome. The teeth and the ears mm-hmm. and the paleness. I thought that looked great. The little weird like bat ears. The, like the, They look like bat wings. Yeah, so the
1: ears. I noticed that on what the, did, uh, Benny. Yeah, what did
0: you think? They look cool,
1: right? Yeah, it's just a little extra yeah. touch. Like they weren't just, oh, you know, they're humans but we gave them teeth or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And I like with Rutger Howe. we don't see his ears
0: because his hair's so over-the-top and that, big. That's,
1: that's how we know that in Vampire's Kiss he wasn't really a vampire, he didn't mm. have the ears.
0: Now, in the show, the vampire makeup's not as good.
3: No. Because
0: really? it's way more, like, pronounced. Like, it gives them, like, a rictus face. Like, the prosthetics mm. doesn't allow them to move their face as much, so it is more, like, harder to act with it. Mm. Some can, but it's, like... Not everyone's Doug Jones, right? So right. not everyone knows, but it's like, it so, makes them have these weird, like, brows and creases mm. in their face. And the, the bright yellow eyes, I think, as oh, yeah, well. The, and the angry brows. The mm. Big teeth, and, like, the. Their chins get bigger and more no, masculine that, looking. I don't
3: think they changed the chins. Well,
0: maybe the actors just, just made their chins more pronounced. Because it's David always
3: Boreanaz like... David just has a very big manly chin. chin. He's a <laughs> big boy. He's like basically chin and forehead and that's everything.
1: And some little beady eyes mm. thrown in. Jumping back to a... Well, you've said it multiple times already, but uh, Joss Whedon writing. Yeah. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this film had a lot of uh, executive interference. And Mm. Sutherland interference. And Sutherland interference, (laughs) yes. Um, I
0: would like to think that Stephen Root came up with this whole speech himself, though.
1: I could definitely see it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I would love it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of interference from this. So Joss Whedon's not a big fan of this, but I still think there's a lot of Joss Whedon stuff still in here because Joss Whedon is one of those guys where he has his style, he has his character types, and he has his stories that he likes to tell. And this still meets them all.
2: Mm. Um,
0: you know, it does, doesn't it? Like, it mm. still carry a lot, a lot of elements from this still carry over into the show, which he had more control over. So. Mm. How much of it actually is and how much isn't, uh, we'll never know. I also thought this guy was going to get turned into a vampire. I thought, like, Benny was going to show up here and turn yeah. the boss into a vampire. But you know what I like? Uh, they didn't pander to us. They didn't go, yeah, we're going to do that.
2: Yeah.
3: No,
0: no. I like to think the guy genuinely took his word and left. Hmm. Because we never see him again, so he might be. We
3: don't, be. so he's probably safe.
0: He's probably safe, but
3: yeah. I mean, this guy out here, no such luck.
0: No, he's dead.
1: I like his. I like. Um, I like Pike's van there because it reminds me of the Mystery Mobile just without the paint job. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's got course. like the base, but not the. Just to
0: bring designs. more Sarah Michelle G- Gellar references in. Exactly. <laughs> well, this is this is like ten years before that. I think that
3: is a preemptive uh, homage.
0: They Joss Whedon was campaigning for her, even though he had not like had her as Buffy yet. He was he was thinking a forward, he mm. was thinking ahead. He also wanted Luke Perry as Fred, but I, they couldn't get him.
3: I mean he didn't write or direct so um, Scooby Doo, but he was still thinking.
0: James Gunn wrote Scooby Doo.
3: Oh boy, that's right. That happened.
0: One and two. <laughs> yeah, James Gunn wrote a lot, people. <laughs> but yeah i thought the vampire makeup was cool and this the show kind of was weaker with that because it's like in the show they have a lot of vampires or Mm. creatures with practical effect makeup and it always looked like makeup like in the show angel as well like they had a green guy
3: lawn and he
0: just looked like a guy in makeup and it just i mean it looked kooky but it is always
3: like I you, like the you theme- never not think oh this is a man in makeup but in this thing they, they did the makeup and it was like oh this actually works with lawn i always like to assume he was also wearing makeup as <laughs> well as just being green
0: green with red horns
3: yeah and red eyes and red eyes yeah.
0: he put the contacts in he actually i would love that if he did that yeah. he was like actually I have blue eyes but it looks weird i mm. want red eyes but uh, I like this whole mentor-mentee relationship. Like, he's, he, he oscillates between hating her and loving her,
1: and it's so mm. great. He was great, yeah. He, he's um, It's very much an Obi-Wan character, like a mentor for um, a hero's journey story. Exactly.
0: Mm. Um, have you seen Donald Sutherland in many things, if any? I'm Arthur? sure
1: I have, but I can't think of anything off the top of my he head. He was in the but... Italian job. Hmm, haven't seen that. Oh, the one with
0: Mark Wahlberg?
1: I also don't speak Italian.
0: He was Charlize Theron's dad.
1: <laughs>
0: he gets, he dies at the beginning, it's okay. Mm. He's the driving force of the movie.
1: I think he had a minor role in Kentucky Fried Movie. You've never seen
0: Invasion of the Body Snatchers? I'm not mm. sure if I have. Do you know the famous... Point. Oh, sorry. The famous point and scream noise that comes out that the body snatchers do when they see someone who's not a body snatcher. I'm not sure if I hear it. They... Yeah, it's just they point and their mouth is just wide open. They don't even move and just get the...
3: Kind of noise. I just want to ask one question. So this is the part where the Watcher, for lack of a better title for him, is explaining how he keeps getting reborn through the ages to translate. So when he dies in this movie, yes, he becomes Giles. He becomes Giles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm very okay with this.
0: Who's already alive and a full-grown man at this point? I mean,
3: I always assumed that Anthony Stewart Head was born fully formed.
0: He is one of those Possibly guys... Possibly with
3: reading glasses.
0: He's always been... At least Stuart Heddy's one of those actors who you can never imagine as a young person, like Patrick Stewart. Mm. You can never imagine Patrick Stewart as, the, like, a 17-year-old boy with a <laughs> skateboard. <laughs> you know? No, that's
3: just not an image I can have.
1: Playing marbles. <laughs> and yeah, we can do that for Roger Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Ebert did look like a big baby, though,
0: so <laughs> we kind of, I could I could imagine him as, like, a little 10-year-old wearing, like, those... uh. Um... One piece uh, swimming trunks that they mm-hmm. wore with like the red and white stripes on them, and he would wear one of those straw little mm. hats. Boaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the big glasses, I can imagine that. Yeah, I'm and imagining he's... him with, like Baywatch,
0: or something. and he's oh, wearing no. and he's licking one well, of those big lollipops, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, "I give this lollipop a two out of four stars for no discernible reason." And mm, this was a few years
1: before he was skateboarding in the cinema with teenagers, and mm, then and then, then for, uh,
0: Gene, Siskel's... But Gene Siskel's there, but he's still like a Full grown man. <laughs> He's playing with the dolphins. They got raw silky power, according <laughs> to Jude Siskel. But um yeah, there's a lot going on. I wanna skip forward to the uh death of Merrick. Mm. Um, um did you get any like um ideas from that? Because I have this idea that it's like, is he does is his job training slayers, so that he can sacrifice them to the vampire? To the
3: vampire, because he, he walks
0: up to the vampire is like, no, you can't take her yet, not yet, not this one, mm-hmm. not right now. And it, and Lothos is like, you promised. It's like, so is he a bad guy? Well, yeah, they didn't they didn't
1: really expand on that, but did they?
0: Then Merrick died and they treated him like a hero and I was very curious if you guys picked up on that. Like it felt to me like It was like he hands them
1: over to him. I guess I would interpret that as because they don't vilify him. I guess I would interpret it as like there's a fateful battle they have to have and she's not ready. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe there's like a gentlemanly thing. But but now
1: that you mention, I do remember that exchange and it is kind of phrased weirdly. But maybe, yeah. Maybe that's one of the changes that Joss Whedon wasn't happy about. Or maybe one he wanted more. Because
3: Merrick is one of those eternal figures, I I felt it was kind of like a Doctor Who thing of. Nobody dies today.
0: Uh, I could also see, like, like, a gentlemanly thing. Like, hey, do not have a go at her yet? She's not fully trained to have mm. a proper fight with you. You're a gentleman, Rutger How." And he's like, mm. I am a gentleman. I wear a velvet glove. Oh. I and shall
3: retire to my cave. For... I shall fly that one time and one time only. Yes.
0: I wear those
3: uh, little things that vampires the
0: wear. The cravats with the, um, mm. the, what is it, the badge things, the crosses.
3: Oh, yeah, the random vampire bling. I'm sure those have for, a name.
0: They're for barons and shit, they're aren't they? They're for
3: barons, which again is a sign of the patriarchy, Ryan. Ooh,
0: <laughs> the patriarchal take. But yeah, I could also see like that. But when I first watched it, I'm like, ooh, they're adding this dark element of Merrick sacrifices slayers. That's why she does ask him at one point, what happened to all the others? Mm. If they like, He
3: does avoid that question.
0: He does. So I thought, ooh, he trains them up and sacrifices them to load those for some deal... Like maybe I thought since in the medieval scenes it's Donald Sutherland. I'm like maybe he gives him immortality. I don't know. We don't know much about Merrick, but we do get to see some <laughs> Paul Rubens action. I Kill never
3: him a lot. Kill him, <laughs> Fucking great line. I love that line. Kill him a lot.
0: Um, it took me till this scene to realize he was Paul Rubens. Mm.
1: It took me to reading his name in the credits. But Paul Rubens. you do know who Paul Rubens is? All I know is that he's Pee Wee Herman.
0: Mm. Oh, and he's in everything. He's in everything, though. He's the Penguin's dad in the Batman movie.
2: Oh,
0: too. Batman, Batman oh. Returns, the one with Danny DeVito. He's Penguin's dad. He dumps him in a river and watches him die. And it's like, Penguin's like, I shall live because I'm Danny
1: DeVito. I've only seen the first in Batman one. Oh, okay. You
0: missed oh.
3: it. Paul Rubens with a piece of guitar. Oh. Wonderful.
1: <laughs> Uh, interesting.
0: Can you stab them in the heart with anything, or does it have to be a stake?
3: It has to be wooden. So,
0: oh, okay. So knife and bullets won't work.
3: Not unless they're wooden. So, But a piece of guitar, that's fine.
0: But what happens if it's, um, dipped in holy water?
3: Then it will burn, but it might not kill them.
0: Burn the heart? Mm.
3: <laughs> I'm trying to think now of the silliest thing I've seen a vampire impaled with.
0: Um... I've seen in other vampire things, vampires impaled with other vampires, and it kills
3: them. What was that in? uh
0: it, from dusk till dawn. Um, I want to say.
1: <laughs> I um, <laughs> when one's impaled with like uh, another vampire's face, yeah. <laughs> um, for our friend Reese McKenzie's... one of his birthdays, um, I convinced two of our friends to buy him this movie a DVD <sighs> called. I'm a jerk by Bartek. The case of the smiling stiffs or something? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, was it great? Well, I haven't seen it. Reese has, but um did he love oh, it? On the, on the cover, it said, like, oh, this is a sex comedy, so I thought, like, oh, okay, so it's going to be, like, American Pie or something, but then when he watched it, it was actually a porn. <laughs> and I think he said that in it, someone has a silver penis, and it's about oh vampires, so I think someone gets stabbed with it, or... In the or vagina, by the in the vagina. Or they die while interacting with it, or something like
3: that. <laughs> while interacting. I don't know, I, I, have to, I have to
1: ask him again. I can't
0: remember with vampires, silver's bad for them, it burns
3: them? Um, not in Buffy, they're fine with silver in Buffy, but... But in vampire lore, silver can be quite bad for vampires. I think think
1: in Bram Stoker's original thing, I Mm. think it mentioned that. Like, over time, they kind of made silver like a a werewolf werewolf thing, thing, but Mm. I think it is also a vampire thing. Yeah, like in the movie, What We Do in the
0: Shadows, he wears a silver necklace, it burns him. was like, okay, that's enough wearing it today.
3: Mm. There's a whole lot of weird vampire lore, including one that if you spread rose petals or rice before your doorway... They have to stop and count every single grain or petal before they can come after you. So if you spread enough, they'll just get stuck there till dawn. Oh, that would
0: be great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be wonderful. It's like, it reminds me of the comic Preacher when he makes a guy count all the grains of sand mm. on the beach. There's um
1: a Japanese... And he does! <laughs> there's, there's a Japanese mythical creature called a Kappa. Okay, oh, which is just like green amphibian looking humanoid and he with has a little bowl with of water a bowl on his head. Bowl on his head oh yeah. yeah, I've seen that. And they come out of like lakes and stuff. And apparently, yeah, they they are dangerous. But if you bow to them, they have to bow. To oh you. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it spills the water. And if it spills the water, they can't move. But then if you refill it after that, they like you. They're remind...
3: super polite. Also, on the topic of Japan, though, they they have vampires as well. Oh yes, but yeah. they hop.
1: They hop at you. I thought those were Chinese. Oh,
3: is it Chinese? Have I got my ones confused? I think they're Chinese. Chinese hopping vampires. Yeah. Which oh, I uh, need to find which, out Japan has which, which Asian
0: country is it that have those weird ghosts where it's a person's head and just all their oh, organs? Oh, I've seen and those. they fly around?
1: I'm not sure. Oh,
0: yeah, those are cool. They're just like a person's head and just... All their organs
2: sounds like a hanging. castlevania
1: enemy so maybe mm. japan he looks like a castlevania enemy <laughs> i mean he'd look like dracula not really a common enemy no he's, he's Rutger Hauer.
0: hey up to the Rutger Hauer battle and he's just like yes tears
1: in the rain and you're like I'd...
0: oh i can't win against his great monolog like to... that that redeems
1: all of blade runner <laughs> I'd like to hear him do the the famous mimetic Dracula speech from Symphony of the Night. Okay, yeah. I would love yeah. to
0: hear him do everything anytime ever. He's a great actor. I feel there's this movie called Blind Fury in which it's an action movie where he's blind. Mm. <laughs> <And is laughs> he's he beating people with his cane. <laughs> he's doing kung fu. <laughs> okay. It's pretty great. But he's a great actor. What did we think of Rutger in this? I mean, I think we could all say we all know him from Blade Runner, right? Yeah. He's a yeah. guy from Blade Runner for us, for most people. But what did we think of him
3: in this?
1: I think that as a main villain, he's got the look, he's got the intensity. Mm. I think he just nails typical main villain. He's got the natural European
0: accent. Well,
3: every scene he's in, he's just the centre of focus without even trying.
0: Oh, there goes down the patriarchy.
3: Yep, down the patriarchy.
1: Well, then they, but then she brings it Damn. up again, Ryan. Uh, then, well, she brings him up, but now he's lesser. But I mean,
3: now he's equal. That's yes, the but then... Now they're equal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then he's going to go with this guy, and now he's double.
3: See, look, he's seen the error of his mistake. But then
1: she goes with her, gr- her whole group
0: of strong female women who wear flowers in their hats. One mm-hmm. of whom is Hilary Swank, right? Yeah, Yeah, the black one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually,
3: you know, I have a random history question to do with vampires and whatnot. We mm-hmm. all know Dracula was based on historical figure, oh. Vlad. Now, from my understanding, when he was in charge of Transylvania, they actually had an alliance with Poland, Bartek. Do you Thanks. know anything about the Ooh. Romanian-Polish alliances? No,
1: but I'd like to look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually
3: have another random interesting fact. Dirty non-slabs. You remember um, Elizabeth Bathory, the mm-hmm. one who bathed in the blood. The
1: Hungarian killer person,
3: lady? In- yes, bathed in the blood. Sorry, so can purges- we point at this? Can we point at the fact Illuminati that you are- plus Illuminati plus, plus genders male and female equals infinity. infinity sign win? <laughs> now, I want
0: that as a post.
3: <laughs> my interesting fact is Elizabeth Bathory actually had blood connections to a Polish royal family. She was mm. like a cousin of that family for cool. a while there,
1: and she's a serial killer, right? So, I
3: know, in theory, yes. So
1: cool, Polish theory-related <laughs> serial killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, how funky is your chicken
3: ryan
1: <laughs> i thought this was
0: great Not because this is it was see for me i thought this was one of the best jokes of the movie because they've been constantly going on oh, we need to practice this great this great cheerleading thing and this is what they got like this is what they came up with
3: like there wasn't a flip or anything it was like. a
0: shaking of the caboose yep. that's all it was i love that i thought that was hilarious <laughs> but i also want to admit something guys i felt really silly Before Paul Rubens turned up with the van thing, I knew he was in the movie, Mm. but I thought he was the gym guy Mm. with the wind side. I I thought that was Paul Rubens. I'm like, oh, he looks different when he wasn't Pee
3: Wee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's a bit older because Pee Wee was finished by this time, I think.
3: Important question here. If Teen Wolf was on the other basketball team, who would win?
0: Well, uh, honestly, I don't care because I would rather Teen Wolf Two with Jason mm. Bateman, and his one was what was it, football?
3: Ah, basketball is the classic one.
0: Who would win, the guy whipping out his dick, in the crowd? And I mean, Teen you're Wolf. not wrong. <laughs> the answer is John Tucker. John Tucker would win, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the best basketball scene would... Uh, I think the real answer is Bill Murray coming in for Space Jam <laughs> for no apparent reason to help them win. Now, here's the thing. I, I brought up the makeup because I really praised this. I like the fact that you can have a sequence like this where, yeah, there's enough physical things to make you go, oh, that's interesting. But, like, in the TV show, you could never, ever, ever have a sequence really, like, this convincing where they're vampires doing the full this
3: thing. Like, I'm not really a vampire.
0: Yeah, I'm a human boy who's just playing basketball. because their face is so... But that's the thing also. In the the show, they can make their face just do that and then make their face normal again. Mm. Why?
3: Save on budget, really. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) let's be honest
0: here. Oh, that's uh, Leo from Twin Peaks.
3: Or we could say it's because of the duality of man.
0: The duality of vampires duality who are no longer man—they are dead.
3: Exactly, they're dead.
0: The undead. Ooh, you,
3: yeah.
0: uh, I I loved that the fence thing came up again. Remember when she went down to a dead end yeah. earlier in the movie and Merrick told her off about it and mm, how it's yes yes and now it's come back. That's called setup and payoff. Mm. Uh, I felt so dumb. I thought this was... I thought these were other vampires. I'm like, it's weird that these other vampires are needing to fix their motorbike. For mm-hmm. that <laughs> found I was Luke Perry. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I legit saw I was like, oh, I guess more vampires are joining in. This poor vampire is getting his bike fixed by the other vampire. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> well, you could probably afford it. Because I didn't know Luke Perry owned a bike. I thought he only owned a van.
1: Mm, He's all about the vehicles.
0: Oh, she's getting those menstrual cramps. Yep. The magic Remember the ones? big? Um, that's the equivalent of in Snake in Metal Gear, your your little um, map, mini map thing, and how it shows the like like salt on radar. I, yeah, like that's her equivalent. This is a is her spidey her menstrual sense. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> how much is chewing this up? Someone get an ouchie. <laughs> I'm not saying that Wilhelm Dafoe got inspired mm. by this performance for every single performance he's ever done, but um, I see a lot of similarities there, guys. Mm. Oh, there's, there's some more vampires for you. Guys, do we love vampires? Are they one of our
1: favorite, you know, creatures? <laughs> I do like how malleable they are in mm. all sorts of fiction.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, they one of your faves? They are one of your faves.
1: I reckon so. They they got like you know cool aesthetics. They do. And again, like I said, malleable. So there are many different examples. Oh, yeah. It's like oh, imagine if this vampire lived in like this universe. Like you know, if they sparkled in Buffy and they made fun of that. Like yeah. I don't
0: know. And something they can like look that.
3: like pretty much whatever you want from Nosferatu, just through...
0: to uh freaking Gary Oldman's yeah. Dracula with the big yeah the Mr. Bird's <laughs> <laughs> ripoff <Thanks>. one. <laughs> Where their shadows can do things on their own. (laughs) I do like sometimes vampires have, like, magic abilities Mm. and sometimes they just have, like, yeah, they can survive being killed or whatever. Then sometimes they can lift you Mm. or hypnotise you Mm. or do things with their shadows or turn into bats. Or
3: wolves. Or Mm. mist. Like, the original Dracula had a lot of weird powers. Yeah, I think he
1: could also turn into a wolf. Like, I think there was even a part in the 32 film where, like... You can say it, dude. <laughs> no, no, um, I will say it, just so I find it funny. Like, they, he runs out of a window and mm-hmm. it's just a shot of them looking out the window and describing what they see. It's like, look, he's turned into a wolf and he's running away. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, they couldn't afford to show it. There was this thing in, yeah, anyway. the, in the 32
0: movie where he had all of the, I can't remember, I think there were these weird, uh,
3: aardvarks? Aardvarks?
0: He had a whole bunch of aardvarks because it's in the book.
3: I don't remember
0: that. Apparently, I, we'll have to look it up at some point. But yeah, apparently he had like these weird anteaters or or I want to okay. say some weird animal. And one of the reasons was, it was in the book, but one of the main reasons was in the 30s, these anteater creatures, I want to say, I'm looking at anteaters, were considered to be very of the occult. Okay. There That's
3: was, fantastic. But we
1: now look at them as cuties. I remember yeah. when we were doing vampires in my media class. They actually, we actually did see an excerpt from the original Bram Stoker novel. Oh, right! And obviously, yeah. because it's old, there's like old English. But one of my favorite things that I just remember was he can be as bat. Mm. My favorite
2: is <laughs>
0: um, with the brand. You, so you haven't actually read it though. No, just that I've excerpt. tried to read it. It's hard because mm-hmm. he also they also do the annunciations uh, for the different accents each character has. Yeah, I can imagine, which mm. is tedious. Oh yeah, like I, read Frankenstein.
3: Frankenstein's great.
0: It's dense, but it once it gets going, it really makes the last few chapters even that you read even more poignant. It's like there comes a point in Frankenstein where he just stops going to school, and you're like, no, go back, please. <laughs> Oh, he got stabbed in the heart. Ashes mm. to ashes. Uh, he was always carrying this handkerchief yeah, there around. Was, yeah, there was one scene where he was, like, chewing
1: on it. Because yeah. <laughs> Donald Sutherland really likes hankies. That's all I'm saying. I bet when he was chewing on it, Joss Whedon was watching and being like, what a dick, what a dick. <laughs> he did not like him, did he? <laughs> no, I can imagine. He respected him but didn't like I him. I can really. imagine. But the
3: giant squirrel right there. That, yeah. that makes it. The giant scene. squirrel. Yeah. Well, they,
1: so it was a squirrel, not an anteater, right? Oh,
0: no, soz, saws, Very occult. I really love the fact that Donald Sutherland is just holding it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no attempt to make it look like it's stuck in him. Well, he's there just... is an attempt,
1: Ryan. It's just, it's funny. <laughs> it's a funny <laughs> attempt.
0: I love how he's dying, but he looks like he's just, like, he's
1: just relieved to have sat down for the first time in, like,
0: yes, the I... whole day. <laughs>
1: Some of the frames where you can only see the top half of his teeth kind of make him look goofy. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, duh, I'm holding this thing. He looks. He looks like a chipmunk. You're right. A human chipmunk. Ah, so it's chipmunks, not squirrels.
0: Ah, uh, not Andy. Mm. And in the end, Pike watches. Alana, you're going to share your Pike facts.
3: Oh, my wonderful Pike facts. So we all know that Pike is indeed a fish, but in the next show, in the show that they made after this, they decided to name her best friend. Xander, who replaced Pike after a fish as well. A Xander is also a fish.
2: Right
3: Unfortunately, on. she never tells him that Xander that's a fish.
1: She probably doesn't know, right?
3: Mm, it's a bit more of a reading. Buffy fish.
1: doesn't know. Well, she's younger in the show, so you know. She's not she as experienced with fish.
3: She hasn't studied up on fish yet.
1: She's not into her
0: fish lore. yeah, um, yeah I like that fact. Why, Joss Whedon? Let us know.
3: Just wanted to because carry that over.
1: Clearly, the executives of this film knew, but he didn't. So
0: was Xander just a friend, or was he also love interest?
3: Ah uh, no, he was. Uh, for a while there, he had a crush on Buffy, but it was never reciprocated. Then he got with Willow, and Willow turned out to be a lesbian. So you know, and Xander's she was also life, dating right.
0: Seth Green at one point.
3: Ah uh, yes, the werewolf. Um, Xander also dated a vengeance demon. So not w- the best whatever love those life decisions. Are. <laughs>
0: poor Xander. Did he yeah. get a happy ending in the end, or did he just become a fish? Well, he
3: lost an eye. <laughs> wow. Great. But Which fun... means he
1: gained badassery.
3: In one fun instance, he actually has a twin in real life. He's one of those... Many actors oh, have twins. Oh, right. A twin yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they right. start acting as a child, and they like child actors to have twins. And so one episode where Xander got split in two, they just got his twin into coming It's and play like in Terminator
0: Two when the security guard in the mental mm. asylum, when they do the two of them, they're just twins.
3: Mm. Okay.
0: That actors, a, those are two the most well known twin actors. Like they were in um, Good Morning Vietnam as the two twins.
2: <laughs> Was
1: that the one that uh,
0: no, the sorry. one who gets the but- coffee? Yeah, that's Up. what I was going to say. The, yeah, and, he yeah wins, and, he, but... and then he gets stabbed in the eye. Yeah, yeah, that's the only yeah. guy that I can remember. And you know they're twins. You can know they're twins because the Robert Patrick one is slightly shorter <laughs> than the other one.
1: Okay. That's how you can tell. The ones just slightly shorter, but they look so much alike. It's so <laughs> weird. We, we've been talking about vampires so much that so when you said Robert Patrick, I'm like, it's Robert Pattinson. But now <laughs> maybe we're talking about Terminator 2. <laughs> I don't know if Robert Patrick's played a vampire.
0: No, no, he has. He has. He was. He was a. Uh, uh, oh, I don't know if he played vampire. He was in From Dusk Till Dawn
1: Two. Ryan. His name is Pattinson, and he <laughs> was in Twilight as Edward. <laughs> he was in Good Time.
2: <laughs> he
1: should have been in Vampire Suck then. Robert Patrick's Patrick. as the Edward character. Robert Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was. He, is it Patrick or Patrick's? Patrick. Patrick. He has
0: two first names.
1: Right. Mm. He
0: also was in X-Files as the guy who plays Mulder. Nobody liked him, but he was actually all right. <laughs> they made references several times to the fact that he used to be a motorcycle cop. Mm. And used, like, pictures of him from Terminator 2. Mm. Like in Wayne's World, when he rocks up in Wayne's World, he's like, Have you seen this kid? And he's like, "Oh." I remember, I t- or, or in the uh, last action hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger is in walking in, and he, no, he walks straight out of the police station, dressed in the full thing, and he's walking, and you hear <laughs> the term, the music's theme, the <laughs> T1000 theme kicking, and Schwarzenegger's like, "Oh my god!" and then <laughs> Danny DeVito as a cat comes over, and he's like, "Don't worry about him," and they just keep walking. <laughs> Uh, last action hero, best film, next to Buffy, the mm. vampire slayer. What an awesome name for a thing to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. It just oozes so much, like, confidence.
1: And it really, I feel like it nails the the whole premise of, like, oh, you know, the valley girl that hunts vampires. Like, mm. Buffy's not exactly, you know, the most heroic-sounding name, so... It's- no, it's... Have you heard the name Buffy before outside of this? Existing in the world uh, Only probably to references to this That I didn't know were references to this Because I didn't know it existed Like on like whose line or something
3: I I honestly didn't know it was a name before this Yeah It sounds like
0: an adjective Mm. Yeah she's really Buffy Yeah, Mm. I thought it was like Oh I guess it's like there's that name Muffy So I guess Mm. it's like Buffy and Muffy I guess What other Uffies are there That's what I used to think Like How Mm. many Uffy names are there Duffy you got that? Mm, that's more of a nickname.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, but I thought Buffy was a nickname. Mm. I never thought it was actually her name, but then when I asked Alana, it's like, no, that's actually a name, because Buffy, apparently, when I looked it up, is a nickname for Elizabeth. Mm. Derives from Elizabeth. More or Buffy Bathory,
1: mm. I
2: guess. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, Maybe but, that's what But it apparently her
0: name before. is actually Buffy. Like, She's not Elizabeth. It's oh, Buffy. It, yeah. mm. Buffy Summers, if you find out. In this, you never find out her last name. Nope. Mm. She's just Buffy. Cause she don't need no last name when she's wearing well, those kind no, of denim does. shorts.
3: Well, her
1: last name is the Vampire Slayer.
0: The Vampire Slayer. I,
3: I always thought it was the Vampire Slayer. It just makes sense. Does she need
0: uh, that woman gave him a real nasty look <laughs> for Remedy's his bike, and then he just did a full little skew... skin mark and left it behind. I, I love this little gag. Where the photo comes out and there's just nothing.
1: nothing. I thought that was cute. Mm. I thought, oh, how funny. Yeah, I was wondering if they were gonna do like a mirror thing at some point. And they
0: did. <laughs> how come her menstrual cramps didn't kick in? It's true.
3: He was right there. Well, has it been a couple of weeks since she mentioned that uh, she's a couple of weeks
0: out? That's oh. true. Maybe she's just having a menstrual she's just, cramps yeah. all the time. I do like the fact Paul Rubin has the claws like the the <laughs> nails. Well, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. Rutger How is is just owning this right now. <laughs> <laughs> they really do have this Mr. Bird Smithers relationship, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. God, they're the best. Um, did you guys have a standout character for you?
3: A favorite? One that honestly, really stole Honestly,
1: the show? Paul Paul Rubens was really up there.
3: I don't know. I kind of like Benny.
1: Sorry, what his name's Amelin, right? Yeah. Not, not
0: Amblin, the, uh, was it the Steven Spielberg Film Production Company?
1: Emblem. Amblin. Amblin. Yeah. Um, no, Amblin is his name. It's close though. I guess. Um,
0: yeah, I, I think those are good, I, I like Steven Root. I was just happy to see him. This is like the <laughs> yeah. third time we've had him on the show and the second fourth, time where I he's believe. played, or oh, fourth, is this the second or third time he's played someone who works for a school? Because <laughs> um, in Drillbit Taylor, he was the principal. Does university count?
1: Yes. Well, then third. What was the other one? he was at university. Ah, uh, Crippendorp Tribe. Right? Oh yeah, Krippendorf's oh. Tribe. Yeah, yeah. He was his boss. So oh, yeah, over just... her dead body is the only one where where he
0: played a guy who owned an ice statue. Or the ice sculptor, I guess. Ice s- sculptor man, mm. who was a drunk. So Stephen Root, we know what you like to play. Teachers, we we mm-hmm. we understand that Stephen. wacky teacher. That wacky in Krypynov's tribe. He's more antagonistic. Mm. He's more like, "Get me this now." Also,
1: it's university, so it's not like you know, relating to the youth kind of gags Mm. or anything like that.
0: Yeah, which he does doing this. But the detention slip gag was the best thing (laughs) in the entire movie. I'm sorry. I, I as soon as I saw it, I just wrote. The best, but also that underneath that I went, I hope Bartek thinks it's the best, too. Because <laughs> that, that detention, when he's throwing the detention slips on all the dead bodies for the kids, mm. I thought you'd really like that. I thought yeah. that would get you pretty
1: pretty charmed. I mean, in, in Saved by the Bell, the principal also sometimes had a gag about giving detentions, but he never, like, threw slips around or anything like that. At dead bodies? <laughs> At dead bodies, no. <laughs> At the
0: murdered bodies of the children? <laughs> Did, um... Uh, 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 What was Steven Root's job in this? Was he... He's not the principal.
1: Yeah, he, um... I mean, he definitely seems to be a type of teacher that, like, would be in counselling, but he does have the authority to give detention, which I don't know if counsellors do. Um,
0: now, Lana Bartek... Or if he actually does have the authority... You work in the field of education. Is there... Oh, you've dabbled in it. Is there um, a job as a teacher where you're timekeeper? Because all he does in this movie Mm. is, like, make sure to keep the time. Like, there's a bit where Buffy's running late and he's at the blinds. He's, like, looking at his watch, like tut 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 timekeeper and I thought he's going to do a big fat liar where he just locks the school and doesn't let her in <laughs> remember that <laughs> big fat yes, liar I, do, I, mean.
1: I thought it was going to be like that but is there that job can you be English teacher whose job is to be timekeeper I know that there are definitely um, education staff that um, can be in charge of people that come in late but I don't know if they're timekeepers it's just like hey you've come to me that means you're late
0: Mm. how dare you I've got a watch I'm timekeeping this
1: and then they give them like a late slip and they take that to class if you don't have a late slip that means you haven't seen the late teacher (laughs) person
0: now in the Buffy universe Mm. does time travel exist
3: uh, not that I recall. Well,
0: I'm going to say it does time because time. I think Stephen Root's a time traveler. That's why he's so preoccupied
1: with well, the a time cop like, I like actually in Star look, Trek. I actually mm. looked this up and I found out that in the Buffyverse, there's a system regarding time where, um, you know, one second passes every second. And like 60 mm. is a minute, and you know, yeah, 60 yeah, yeah. of those is an hour. Mm. And they are, 24 of those hours constitute days. So it mm. does move forward at a slight pace.
0: Ah, there is time. Mm-hmm. And they travel in a linear fashion. Mm. Yes, one second per second. Yeah. Unless they use slow-mo in the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which they do a lot, don't they, Alana? Mm. Mainly if they're killing people.
3: Oh, yeah, but you really want to see the detail there.
0: Are there montages in the show?
3: There are montages. Here's something about tech. Yes. In
0: the show, people have got the footage. There's this famous footage of, in pretty much every episode, you're guaranteed. Sarah Michelle Gellar will be facing away from the camera, then flip her hair and spin around and look. And people have got pretty much all of those, and they're pretty much the exact same shot, framed <laughs> the exact same way, and the only difference is her hair and clothes, and that's it. Like, she has the same face. It's the exact same. It's like, over how many seasons were there? Like, I want to say, like... Like, seven? Seven or eight. Yeah, usually is what eight. those 90s shows got, like Star Trek got yeah. usually seven. Yeah. Seven or eight. I wasn't too sure if it was one of those bold ones that got like ten seasons. Uh, we all wish. <laughs> no, it's had a spin off show instead. Yeah. Which had like, what, like five seasons?
3: Four, I want to say. Not many. Not enough.
0: Not enough. You didn't even like Angel. I
3: did like Angel once Spike entered the show.
0: <laughs> there's a character in this movie called Pike, and in the TV show, there's one called Spike. Spike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was jesting a lot of when I said we're going to do this, I'm like, so, Pike, is he a vampire in this? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like,
0: Spike
1: is in the TV show? And she was like, no. (laughs) Yeah, last week when I was leaving the studio after we did the episode, you mentioned that thing of, like, oh, in the show itself there's a Spike, but in this film there's a Pike, so I thought, like, (laughs) there were the... Same kind of character Or that Pike is a vampire But then when I watch it I'm like Oh he's just a normal guy
0: Spike's a real He's Billy Idol As a vampire That's the best way To describe him The The TV
3: show clarified That Billy Idol Stole his look from Spike
0: So there you go Take that Billy Idol You know Billy Idol right? Yes of course Of course Sometimes you don't know things No I like Billy Idol
2: Mm.
3: How come
0: this I really thought this guy Was going to turn into a vampire Mm. But he Mm. didn't They just die
3: Well presumably They'll turn later See, there's some female vampires. Uh, they are
0: there. They got some killer. She Wait, was the one on the left, a female or a male? I'm not sure to be it's, honest. It, it was the late. It was the late '80s, early '90s. It's kind of hard to tell who were boys and who were
1: girls. It was a year before we were born. Mm. It's
0: true. It, you know, this is a this is an age that we haven't seen. We know what our parents were getting up to during the 1992. Um. Oh, look. <laughs> This is it! He's, he's getting warmed up! He's getting warmed up. Kill them a lot. It's like you said earlier,
1: Ryan there are setups and then there are payoffs. Mm. And one of the payoffs is Luke Perry bringing all the stakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so um, Buffy's about to go outside, and I believe she, the first thing she does is kick someone. Is that going to be Seth Green? Oh we yeah! We do need to
3: keep an eye out
1: for this. Uh, I thought you were gonna say. So she kicks someone. Is, does she do that in the show?
0: Yes, all the yes. time. It's not, the fight choreography in the show is. Sarah, can you do a high kick? Yes. yes. She's a kick chick. Hmm. Hence, they also used her kick skills in Scooby
1: Doo movies. Oh yeah, yeah. She had a martial arts training in the first. And one, and, and she the... beat that Australian guy. What's mm. his face? The guy from Fat Pizza. Yeah.
0: Opening
3: with
1: a kick. Opening with a
0: kick. All she does is just kick people. She throws her bag. I want to see it. Tumble. Tumble, 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 tumble. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that does look like Seth Green's hair. Fuck you, Seth Green. (laughs) I like how the vampires calmly wait one by one. They did that in the show, too, though. They would always just calmly wait to fight. It's
3: vampire etiquette.
0: I really didn't think... Like, this scene here where they're having sex in the car. Wait a minute
3: again. Can't vampires fly in this...
0: Yeah, but they don't because Paul
1: Rubens is going to mm. take charge. Well, Paul Rubens and Benny can, I know that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're the only Oh, no, no, and Rutger Hauer. Oh, that's yes, how we get did, introduced and, yeah. to him proper. Yeah, that's right. With his big cape. And I like how they did it with so, no only, sense only, of irony. It's just only- so funny, but they did it with no, like, haha, this is funny. It's just like, no, no, this is it. Only the major antagonistic vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but Paul Rubens also was fucking hysterical at this, wasn't he?
1: He was just so fucking funny. Well, did you see his death scene? The improvised <laughs> death scene. I also like this vampire. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's great. I like... The Looks diff- like someone I went to school
0: with. <laughs> Which... What? You went to school with a DJ vampire? I do like that they all have different, like, vampire things, like teeth. Like, that guy had a real, more kind of, like, Nosferatu-esque type. Not just... Yes. He didn't have, like... They weren't the two front teeth, but they kind of... They kind of had more of that mm. type of vampire, while, you know, Paul Rubens and Benny more have, like, the type of normal-esque vampire stuff, while... I can't remember Rodger Howard's teeth off the top of my head. He doesn't really show them off as prominently because he's not all about, like... I do respect the fact that the head vampire guy isn't all about, like, going, Rah, bite you. He's a little bit more like, let me hug you and mm-hmm. embrace you. I did like those two where one's not a vampire and the other one is and they're just chilling out. It's Like, mm-hmm. this music sucks and the one's like, yeah, it does. If only <laughs> Benny and Pike could reconcile. Well Benny had some real problems with those, those those women interrupting the movie that they snuck into. Those mm-hmm.
1: bitches. i oh, no sorry, Rick O'Hara is the one that uses bitches, right?
2: Mm.
0: Everyone uses it, I'm pretty sure.
1: And that you mentioned it, yeah. Um, I just remember him saying it sounded really good.
0: Donald Sutherland says was it she's a he called her something. She's a real pain in the ass. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> um If you We could start a band.
0: We could start a band. I love that. What would their band be called?
3: I mean, I don't want to say vampire weekend, but... Benny Pike. Yeah. Benny Benny Pike. Pike.
1: And they're like, where'd you get the name from? I'm Benny and he's Pike. Pike's a fish.
3: (laughs)
0: That's
1: not a name. That's a fish. I love all of this. Such a dick.
0: I do love when villains do that kind of stuff. Like, like, why don't they just kill him? It's really like it when villains
1: just, just too busy just being fucking he's
0: yeah.
3: trying to beat her with a trumpet. You know what? You can go, <laughs> you
1: can go fishing with a spear, and a spear is a pike, so mm. it's kind of like a double meaning name. It's I like, a fish and also a tool that you can use to get a uh, fish.
0: Uh, here he is with mm. his his violin, his little fiddle, his weird one as well. Mm. It's not even a, like a normal one. It's like a very specialized one.
3: Like he's got a metronome.
0: I like he's got spats.
3: That's that's a very nice touch.
0: <laughs> Everything's I like how he just looks at him like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you get stabbed with the lamest thing to get that's stabbed a, is with that as a well. ruler? That's... Yeah, it's a sharpened ruler. Pike sharpened a ruler. Isn't that great? Oh, here he goes. Mm-hmm. Now Martek, what did you what did you think of that when you first saw her? Huh? This is your type of humor. It is, yeah. <laughs> at, at, at first I was like, is he is he fucking with her? A little bit. But then
1: he actually <laughs> he, dies for real. He keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they have the mid <laughs> the mid-credit. <laughs>
0: it it <laughs> reminded me of the um kick. the kick. <laughs> yeah.
1: When we were when Ryan and I were in our final year of university um we did a com- we, we were in a drama unit so we had to do a big performance at the end uh we did a comedy piece and it involved a lot of improvisation and one and our friend <sighs> Will Brooks who's been on the show we had a gag where i like poked him and then he does a really dramatic death sequence yeah i've a recording of it somewhere but it reminded me of that because it was just like
0: ooh ah uh,
2: ooh uh, uh, uh until he's finally <laughs> on the
1: ground
0: I see. I like in this; they don't have to explain that's holy water. They're just like it, there it is. Mm. Like they don't have to be like, "Why did you get holy? Where did you?" They don't do that. They don't show Pike going to a church and grabbing it from the you know. Like they don't do that. They're or, just or like a Family
1: yeah. Guy cutaway. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's p- like holy water. Where's this water? Then
0: or or it's like. <laughs> previously on pikes adventures mm-hmm. getting holy water
1: <laughs> now does the show do a previously on or is it all more episodic it's really episodic. episodic all
0: right do well, sh- have
3: overarching
1: that kind of kick in later though
0: overall right because no, that's when no, tv like, started to change I, no, right
3: like, even the first season the overarching plot is the master
0: no not the time lord
3: <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> the yes. evil time
0: lord the master
3: but he's a real nosferatu looking vampire
0: oh that's good then. Mm. Oh, poor Rutka. He just wants to give her a massage on the neck with mm. his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he wants the teeth are real good. I do like that he has those the pale thing but the really red lips. I, I do like that's his touch. <laughs> the Rutka Howers Vampire's touch. Vampire's kiss, you might mm. say. Yeah.
3: Trying Does- to do hypnotism.
0: It doesn't work because she is so over it. You stupid little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the trumpet—it just keeps being in the room. I love his outfit. That now—that's a vampire outfit right mm-hmm.
3: there. Oh, he really is just the vampire. Uh, uh,
0: uh, <laughs> I love. Um, there was a movie last the other years, the, the the sequel to uh Annabelle. Mm. It has Le- Anthony LaPaglia in it, and he's using the cross to say, no, demon, and the demon just breaks his fingers so the cross falls out of his hand. Now that's how you, this He just grabs it and sets it on fire. It just gets set on fire. Oh, there it is.
3: Detention abs,
0: abs, They're crying in the background, and he's just like, I've got a job to do. Not
1: having any of this. Yeah. Well, he's meant to make them feel better, as we saw
2: but,
0: with
1: Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Her face? <laughs> is that Hillary Swank? That is Hillary yeah, yeah. Swank. This is before the core.
0: Before the core, the last movie we had her on. Before the four. Mm. Now, guys, this movie has an
3: action packed climax
0: where her and Rutger have to battle against each other in an intense fight where he oh, now has a right. sword. He, no,
3: not just any sword, he has a katana. Yes, katana. For no reason. <laughs>
0: because he's clearly Japanese. No, yeah, no, this is just <laughs> what's
3: cool, okay?
0: I didn't, <laughs> that I didn't face. actually <laughs> notice
3: that the first time I watched this. But he, he had did, a katana. I did, which
0: is Japanese for Japanese sword. <laughs> 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 I did because I was also like, where did he get this? I thought he would have more like a, like a, I don't know a cutlass or yeah, something, right?
3: Like, maybe a, like a fencing saber.
0: Yeah, like a really skinny blade or mm. something. I could see him having one of those. But he had a katana. And I'm like I guess he's been to Japan.
3: Apparently, I want to know more about his character. Are there Japanese vampires in we Buffy? Uh in Buffy. Ooh. I swear there are, but I can't remember them off the top of my head. They don't really go to Japan.
0: Now, Alana, you've used swords. Yes. Have you used a katana?
3: I have used a katana.
0: Now, have you ever had to fight against someone who's using a, a f- piece of wood? A flag? A flagpole versus a katana. Would the would the katana break the flagpole that's made out of wood?
3: It depends on how hard the wood is and what kind of a hit you got in. He wasn't getting very good hits in. He and was getting she very was not, solid hits. In. She was not making good use of the length of that flagpole. Yeah,
0: it's fair enough. I remember, you know, I remember there's this thing with swords, like medieval times, where they had to, to you know, change them. So because they used to be more like slashing, than uh, they had to change them to stabbing poking because mm-hmm. all the armor you had to get him underneath the armpits and stuff like that to stab them yeah through instead of poking them
1: yeah, i think with like chain mail it's better to stab mm. but then with plate mail i don't know yeah,
0: yeah but it's to
3: bash use a bashing weapon yeah bash, but
0: like there was a time where they had to stab him in the armpits where they're the weakest so that they had to have a stabby because slashy won't work no more but I love the fact that he had a katana. There's no explanation other than Joss Whedon likes to have some random mm. cool shit in his things. Yep. He he likes having Asian aesthetic Just in randomly. his things sometimes, like in Firefly. Give her give her like one of those Japanese fans. Why not? Why not? Baker have the chopsticks in her hair for no reason and and all of that. Mm. Why not? It's fun. I had fun with him as a katana. With a katana, and I'm sad that he died. I really would have loved to have seen him be a recurring villain in the TV show. Hmm. Know more about him because he seems like he was the hmm. top vampire of LA. Well,
3: yeah, at least of LA. Well, but... If
1: if um if Joss Whedon uh, digs on multiverses, he could just he could like have memories of this film <laughs> and just be confused about everything. Like, wait, where's Pike and hmm. where's Benny? Yeah, yeah. You don't remember Paul Rubin? You don't remember Hamlin? But
0: this does take s- the same universe,
1: man, as Buffy the show, so... But she's third year here, right? And she's meant to be, like, sophomore, so- sophomore. sophomore in the show? No, she's really sophomore
0: in the show. <laughs> she's merely a sophomore. She's... 30 years old in this i honestly i don't know i honestly think that this actress looks younger than sarah michelle gellar does when she's buffy just
3: remember sarah michelle gellar was not the oldest actor in that particular one um we had uh charisma, yeah Giles. Ca- no charisma carpenter playing a teenager buffy's age she was 30 at the time
0: oh it's like in a uh, um ferris bueller's day off um, his
1: friend. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I only saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off for the first time a few months ago, oh, and I Cameron. looked it up. Yeah, he was thirty. He was yeah. thirty years old, but he looked he younger. I was surprised
0: he, by that. Alan Rock. Yeah, that's mm. his name. Because I love that actor. He was in Spin City. He was even in Star Trek mm. Generations as the captain that got Kirk who blown out into space. Matthew Broderick, you need to grow up. Matthew mm. Broderick looked older than he did
1: in Ferris Bueller. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, he did. Mm. Yeah, he looked like he was in his twenties. Mm. Ma- Matthew Broderick and that, like a cocky twenty-something, and the biggest build name, <laughs> li- Candy Clark, as Buffy's mom. Yeah, I like that. Wait, w- was there a reason? Her thing? Because she mm. was really cool. Her name is Candy Clark. That's the answer. Hmm. I guess kiss noise really goes a long way. It does. And Buffy's dad is really far down. <laughs> Um no I, I think this was a fun movie. And I'm glad w- Swanie Swanson. <laughs> yeah. I love that we get like a little thing to go with the credits of the real life journalist a real life journalist mm. playing herself interviewing these guys, but I really just love Stephen Root making it all about him Mm. and his Vietnam adventures that he clearly never had.
3: I think they were young Republicans.
0: (laughs) That's a great line. That's great. That's such a great line. Just Stephen Root even has more of a beard now as well? Like, he's less of a prominent beard, but now he's got a bigger beard. They should
1: have interviewed the DJ vampire, but he'll be invisible. Mm. That is true.
0: Do you know there's that joke where people have said you cannot confirm that va- that space isn't full of vampires because we don't know because we've only seen space through telescopes.
3: I mean, they're not wrong. And <laughs> vampires don't need to breathe, so...
0: Exactly. So there's a thing of, well, we don't know what's really going up uh, up there. It could be full of vampires. We, we can't see because we're using mirrors and stuff mm-hmm. to find out. So space could... All that black could just be their capes. So uh, these two... <laughs> I like how they are having sex I thought it was a joke earlier where I missed it because it was so quick But I thought like She was a vampire Going at him And it looked mm. like they were having sex with no And mm. then they were just genuinely Making out and having sex And the vampires left them to it mm-hmm. Because vampires Well they were morals. stuck behind
1: the fence Ryan mm.
0: They weren't invited into the car <laughs> Which is mm. where he lives So Bartek The film is practically over We get this more He's still there
3: Oh, I think I missed something important in the credits. There, I saw I saw a name, Slaymaker. I need to see. Ah, oh, I I don't know if I misread Slaymaker that. Slaymaker
0: would be their Some name. So more
3: Divinals. lovely.
0: So Bartek, the film is over. What? Unfortunately, Can I we know. start again. No, mm-hmm. um, we have to give our reviews and our rating of our choice.
1: Bartek, I'd love to hear from you first, though. As a person who's not too familiar with the franchise, you know, what came... I can't really say what came before because I haven't seen the original script, but what came after. I I did walk into this fresh. I, I did want to have this very pure experience. You know, not being familiar with the TV show, I can't really say that I was moving backwards. The only, you know, performer from the TV show that I'm really aware of... To any extent, is Sarah Michelle Gellar? Oh, not Willow. Who's she played by?
0: Alison Hannigan, who's the chick from How I Met Your Mother.
1: Okay, well I haven't seen How I Met Your
0: Mother. Oh. So.
3: Have you seen American Pie?
1: Yeah, I've seen some
0: of them. She's
3: Bandcamp girl.
1: She's Bandcamp girl. Oh, okay. Right, the love interest of the main guy. Yeah. yeah,
3: psycho, oh, okay.
1: psycho so... bitch. Bandcamp girl. Right. Okay. One so time s- at Bandcamp. Right. So I have seen her in something. Um. Okay, but uh, walking in, I was only aware of Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, so when I did hear that, you know, we would be watching this thought did cross my head like, oh, is Sarah in it? But then I looked it up. She isn't. So really it was a very fresh thing for me. If ever I do get into the show, I do have this pilot in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that. Knowing that a show comes after it, I think this is a wonderful source material, but even taking that all out of it, which I really tried to do when um, researching it after watching it, I think it stands up on its own. I did read that, you know, it didn't do well in theatres, but on video release it did much better. Mm. That is a great sign, but it is now, you know, like, Twenty six years later, almost twenty seven. Crazy mm. to think about. I could have just said our age plus one, but I had to think about it. It's okay. Um, Thinking's hard. Uh, I'm pretty good at it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> take yeah, it at me. It's 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 the modern day now, which I mean, it's impossible to not say it's the modern day now because you can only speak in the it, modern day. When they're day. listening
0: to this, though, it won't be.
1: Not this only will am I the past. Not only am I a thinker. I'm a philosopher. <laughs> It's the modern day now, and we have to revitalise this film. Yeah. And unfortunately, there are hundreds of other films we also have to revitalise. So, you know what? Just being realistic, everyone. Find time for this film. You won't regret it. Mm. I give this film a smart big woman out of a stupid little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I... My sentiments are the
0: exact same as yours, of course, Bartek. That this film has a lot of elements going on that people simply will not look at because the TV show uh, overshadows this movie. But the TV show uh, owes a lot to this movie. While it wouldn't really exist in the first place without this movie, I mean, I don't know what Joss Whedon did before this movie. Mm. Did he do
3: anything before this? He was I was wonder. born. Well, I swear oh, he had you. to. Do. He's doing something, but I honestly can't
0: remember. But this is the we easy to say that the Buffy stuff launched him as a well known mm. individual, and then he did Firefly, and then so on and so forth. But this movie was interesting, I think. You know, this interpretation of Buffy is very interesting because it is that valley girl turning vampire slayer, mm. take down the patriarchy. While in the show, she's a lot more straight laced, I'm just here, and I'm cool already.
3: Mm. She's still a bit of a valley girl.
0: Less than this.
3: Yeah, less so because she wasn't in the popular crowd at school anymore. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And
0: she wasn't allowed to do cheerleading. This is... What happens if the cheerleader stabbed vampires at night?
2: Mm.
0: How awesome does that sound? Mm. Exactly. Exactly. This has everything you need. It has a good amount of comedy, a good amount of action. It's got some interest. It's also visually appealing to look at. It's nice and colorful. It isn't drab and grey like a lot of vampire movies tend to be, especially now. And um, it doesn't annoy you with the romance plot either. It's like they, you know, her and Pike c- clearly have something going on, but they're not like derailing the movie for that as well. So I kind of um, welcome. I, I kind of welcome that. <laughs> Uh, if I have to give this movie a rating, which I do, Bartek, I do have to give this film a rating. I would have to give this a Paul Rubens dying for an eternity <laughs> out of me loving Paul Rubens dying for an eternity. <laughs> Alana, let's hear from you. Well,
3: overall, this is a masterpiece. Well before it's 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 ahead of its time at every turn, but it is still a lovely glimpse back. At a time lost to many of us. The fashion, the way of talking, everything. You will not see a smartphone or use of the internet. So it's truly like looking back in time. Uh, If I were to give it a rating, I would say it is a lush sitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. So Bartek, you've managed to accrue some... uh, uh, comments and reviews from the internet. Uh, Just before, did you find out what Roger thought of this? Did he
1: have any opinion oh, on this? I forgot to look up Roger Ebert. Ah, uh,
0: he probably mm. couldn't write anything down with the fact that he was just so happy by it. He was just mm. smiling too much. He was much. busy licking a lollipop. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was a kid when this came out. <laughs> so Bartek, what did the internet have to say about this movie? You did mention before you did go out of your way to try and not find one that were just uh, in the show this in the show that, mm. which I do
1: appreciate because yeah, obviously it's, it's... unavoidable. But, but oh yeah, because yeah, I, I tried to sift through. They're the same. Yes. Starting off with the YouTube comments, mm. I think I gathered them from two different trailers. I have five. Or the trailers like? But uh, what were they? Well, Did you watch them? I, I didn't watch them, but one of them was an official 20th Century Fox YouTube channel, one that had like the flashback throwback Thursday in the title. Uh, oh, wow. So it was kind of like a retro thing. It was uploaded like four years ago. So I'm sure for a lot of people, that was a lot of fun to watch, uh, considering it was uploaded... This decade for a 1992 film? Oh,
0: probably... No. For its anniversary,
1: right? I was going to say 20 years ago, but no, it would have been... Just a Like, 22-year anniversary, probably. Fair enough.
0: So hit us. In the Anyhow, lawn.
1: the first comment is... Big fan of this, Buffy. I used to love it as a kid. I also love Sarah Michelle Gellar's face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yep. just her face.
1: Nothing else. No. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's fair,
3: that's fair. We should
1: end all our reviews in these episodes with I love Sarah Michelle Gillis' face. Face, <laughs> just a face. I, I, I would wear it if I could. <laughs> this is way better than the show. Mm. I just couldn't get into the show. The storyline was a little off. And the way the vampires look was awful. (laughs) The movie was an ultimate classic with Christy Swanson as the original Buffy. If it wasn't for the movie, the show would have never existed. Which kind of goes into what you were saying. That's right. I I wrote that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was me, guys. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar's face.
1: (laughs) Mm. Oh, so you were both these comments.
2: No, no, no.
3: You have to
1: end every review
0: with
3: that. (laughs) Right.
1: Um, The next comment is... By the way, I love her face. (laughs) The next comment is... Sarah Michelle Gellar's? Yes. Uh, one day you're a robot killer girl throwing basket ball to grannies (laughs) not the plural grannies, granny apostrophe S and the other day you're a vampire slayer you jumps into people's
3: shoulders that's fantastic (laughs) I don't know what they watched there wasn't even a granny in this.
0: Maybe they watched the show. Maybe that's a plot point in the show. Buffy has to help Granny Buffy to get a basketball. <laughs> it doesn't
3: ring a bell, but I'm not going to deny that <laughs> it. it could have happened. Does Buffy have grandparents in the show? Uh, not in the show. Although...
0: Wow.
1: Maybe maybe this person's seen a different Buffy. <laughs> This next comment is definitely one that isn't, you know, referring it to the show, so it's unique, mm. standalone. Also, I
0: love Sarah Michelle Gellers' face. Just I do that too, out. actually. I did put that yeah. out. Yeah,
1: go on. <laughs> <laughs> but boys playing with condoms and no girls' immaturity, no tail. It is sad. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? what is that What, is that? Salad. what the fuck was that? <laughs> That's a YouTube comment, right? Okay, I'll take
0: it.
3: Roger Ebert <laughs> wrote that one. It's less racist than most YouTube comments. That's true. That's is is
1: true. Is that? So is that any more YouTube comments? Or are you
0: going?
3: To I have one
1: more, but before I say it, I love Sarah Michelle Gillis' face. Well, I also love her face. You just know. her face. Okay. The last YouTube <laughs> comment that I've gathered is man i always do this after watching a movie or a tv series full stop i always vote for the couple that no one would expect and that's cute to me and in the end the people i chose always become a couple but then i always wish the couple would date slash married in real life but then i'm like they don't act like that in real life uh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's
2: well, dude, the dude, Sam
1: Michelle Gellin and, and uh, 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 Freddie Prince
0: Junior did marry after Scooby Doo. So, mm. yeah, dreams do come true, bro. Bro, mm-hmm. so, I love her face. I love her face. So face. I love him, but I love her face. Mm. Well, he's a prince junior though. Yeah. Mm. So he's even a young prince. Mm. He's the fresh prince of. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar's lovely face. I'd watch so, his version of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I would love to watch <laughs> his version of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And Will Smith's still in it, but he's he's the uncle now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uncle Will. He with Uncle Phil.
0: Uncle Bill. <laughs> he's a grown man now. He's no longer Will. He's Bill. <laughs>
1: so hit us with this IMDb review. I'm, I'm, I'm How like, do you know I had one? I, I'm, Is it because I said it earlier? Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm on the edge of my seat.
1: Not really. Well, I guess so. This one is, (laughs) this review is titled, What Are People Complaining About? It is from the 24th of February, 2001, and it does not have a rating. Okay. I get the impression most of these user comments are from under 21 set who don't have a clue. (laughs) And then open brackets, are clueless. Mm -hmm. Get it? (laughs) <laughs> close bracket,
2: <laughs> about
1: a simple concept called, and this is an old capitals, CAMP. Oh,
2: boy. Yep, yep.
1: These kids are the same ones who would trash classics like Pink Flamingos or Polyester, open brackets. <laughs> In fact, I dare one of them to sit through the doggy do eating scene of flamingos. You know about bracket. that, right? Yes. Oh, God. They wouldn't get... Faster, Pussycat! Kill! Kill! <laughs> or anything by pre-Crybaby John Waters or, or Russ Meyer, etc.
0: Is this one by John Waters?
1: <laughs> on. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, 1992, is camp. And it's funny. One of the best lines is Buffy after first dispatching a bunch of vamps looking at her nails and saying, in total amazement, I didn't even break a nail. Yep, that was good. John Waters would be proud. Mm -hmm. Kids under a certain age don't get what camp is, especially if they aren't gay.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I didn't want to see this movie when it first came out, but I was forced to by friends, and I'm glad I did. Mm -hmm. Incidentally, the show and the movie have something in common. They both have three D characters and surp- and surprisingly 3D smart acting. Three D characters, yeah. <laughs> Love that elongated, exaggerated death scene by vamp yeah. Paul Rubens. Ooh ah! Open brackets collapse, return back up. Close bracket. Ooh ah! <laughs> <laughs> And that's the review.
2: (laughs) That was pretty fantastic.
3: That
1: was
0: fantastical, Bartek. Thank you so much for getting that for us. Mm. That Mm -hmm. person had a lot to say. Mm. And they wrote it when? 2001? Yes, February. Oh, man, it was a simpler time back then before before Mm. (laughs) 9-11. Man, I'm happy for them. I'm glad that they've gotten their review out there for us to read all these years later. Mm. I wonder if they know that that we've... I wonder if any of these people
1: ever know that we read these. Uh, You did YouTube comment one of the reviews people that we did talked to once. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, you guys at home have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people as always. Alana, great to have you on the show. Happy to be back. Oh, we don't know what Happy we'll get for you. you next year, but I bet it'll be a spooky because guys, spooky month is over now. Woo that's yeah, not yeah. how vampires are. <laughs> That's a
2: zombie I mean there are many <laughs> different like I, I said, right, Young republican
0: are... <laughs> Vampires are malleable. Exactly. True. And you guys can be just as malleable by giving us a review on iTunes or any podcasting platform that gives you the ability to do that because you can be rad oh. like Bartek. Who's pretty rad right now? And if you <laughs> put rad backwards, that Duh. spells. Duh. Exactly. I'm so <laughs> dumb. Because you're so dumb because we are on all the pod- podcasting platforms like Podbean, iTunes, Google Play. We're on Spotify, Alana. Uh,
3: do they need to like, comment, subscribe, and ring the bell? And smash that like button! Well, right, in this episode, you've already told
1: them to press the play button,
3: so... Just smash without... that like button right in my fucking
0: face! Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys at home want to give us a suggestion, because, hey, we can't know all the films, even we are, uh, you know, we're not impervious to the lack of knowledge of unappreciated masterpieces, we do have an email now. Mm-hmm. Bartek, what's the email? Spit and polished. At gmail.com. You can drop us a suggestion or Death Threat. I'd like to read one of those on there. That would be fun. How
3: dare you speak about
0: Buffy
1: the Vampire Slayer. My name's Joss Whedon. Here's my email. And then we'll say, (laughs) hi Joss Whedon, please stop cheating.
2: (laughs) Oh,
0: ice cold. So, as always, you guys have been fantastic, amazing, wonderful listening people. Till next time, remember to be kind to each other. And, even though spooky month is over, getting over now, still be spooky to each other. Cause, woo,
3: uh, be ooh. spooky every day.
1: Spook every day. Alright, that was a good episode, Ryan. But by the way, I found this uh, Chinese wishing box in oh. the rubbish outside. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I, ma- I made a wish to, to help me fight vampires. Oh, good. But... It came at a blood price, and you died. I'm dead? You're dead. But I'm here now. You're dead. And I failed at fighting vampires, and I'm becoming a vampire. Good. And, and when I feel be- Seems like you deserve it. And when I became a vampire, I, I, I talked to my therapist, and <laughs> Megan Fox was there, and she said, My tit? And <laughs> and then I went crazy. I ran out in the streets and I ran into Idris Elba, but I only saw his nostrils. <laughs> and it was a terrifying experience. But also arousing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's the ending that I've been building up to all month. Yeah, there you go. Enjoy it. That's good. Yay. Yay. Remember, I think I said in Vampire's Kiss that we were never the same again after that, so...
0: Never been the same ever again.
1: Well, you died, Ryan, so... Till next time, I'm dead.
3: I mean, I'd say I mourned you, but...
1: But we're still talking to you, so it doesn't feel like, you know... Alright, I'm no longer talking to you guys. Look, we're sad that you're dead, but it it (laughs) it, you're still here. It's like in Harry Potter, they're always upset when people die, but they have paintings where they can talk to them. Mm.
2: They can become the (laughs) (laughs) house. Fuck you, Harry Potter!